This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. 6.46 on Power 98.7 and I'd love to know from you what is the one Bible verse that kept you going throughout 2023? And I think we'll continue this theme um, until we say Happy New Year, until the 31st of December. Um, just to find out, you know, what is the new, what is the one Bible verse or maybe two or three that kept you going in this year of 2023. Now, as the festive season approaches, the SAPS is cracking down on counterfeit goods, seizing 3 billion rand worth of fake designer items in Gauteng and 100 million rand in knockoffs in the Western Cape. So we then find out what do we know about um, counterfeit goods, but also the issue of fake sneakers seems to be blooming um, in South Africa. I mean, I'm a sneaker girl. I love sneakers. And I just really wonder... How do I then, how am I then able to tell the difference between the real one and a fake sneaker, right? Let's speak to Wandile Sibisi, co-founder of Rare Step. Wandile, good morning. Thanks for your time. Good morning, Tessa and the viewers. So let's then speak about, you know, the sneaker culture in South Africa before we find out more about, you know, the fake sneakers that seem to be blooming in South Africa. Cool, cool, cool. Definitely. So... In South Africa, we have a booming sneaker culture that's still on the rise. So in other countries, such as the U.S., where it originated, it's much more developed and much bigger. But in South Africa, most people don't really understand it. It's the fact that most sneakers come out at Nike, Adidas, and some of the other retailers like Sports Scene, Archive, and Shelf Life. But they come out in very small numbers. So they get wiped off the shelves almost immediately when they're released. So it's safe to assume that the general public hardly get access to the sneakers. And then after that, what happens is that stores like uh, rarestep.co.za come up where we're able to pick up these pairs from different individuals who manage to get them. Then we have them on resale. So that is currently how the supply of the majority of sneakers happen in the market. It really is sounding quite concerning, you know, uh, because then it has an impact on the the real sneakers, right? The sneakers that come out in the resale are still the real sneakers that are in the market. But mm-hmm. the problem is that the quantities are still small. So the sneakers that we get our hands on are the ones that were released initially through the retailers in those small numbers. So that's what creates the growing market for fakes because people are like, hey, I can't get my hands on the real thing. It's too expensive for me. So my next alternative to get this pair is probably getting a fake. Hmm. So it sounds quite easy then, one delay for one to be able to, you know, get their hands on these fake sneakers. Yeah. So the, then the barrier to entry is that when we have them at resale, we have to sell them for more than we got them at Nike. So automatically that drives up the price of the sneakers. And because the supply is so small in the market, that's why if people visit our website on Restep, they'll be so shocked. Why are sneakers so expensive? And then when they see our pop-up inside Luxity stores nationwide, a question we always get is, I didn't know Jordans were 5,000, 6,000. I usually get these for 1.8. And that is the cause of everything. It's because 
the market has such a small supply of sneakers and all the legitimate resellers price it higher. So the next alternative then creates a market for people to sell fakes so the general public can afford it. Hmm. So what tips then can you give one delay to consumers um, ahead of the festive season that they are able to distinguish the authentic luxury sneakers that they may want to buy? Okay, cool. So I think first and foremost, look at the price. Mm -hmm. So find out how much the price was when it was releasing initially at Nike or Adidas or one of the retailers that you'll find in the malls. Nobody can sell a sneaker for less than it was when it was releasing at retail. Because remember, those retailers have licenses directly from Nike and they have recommended retail prices. So if a certain sneaker released for 3,000 rand, there's no way you can find it for 1.5 or you get two for 3,000 rand. It's just, it just doesn't make business sense for anyone to have it less than what it released for. Mm-hmm. So that's the first indicator that, okay, I might be buying a fake. If Air Force Ones or 2,200 when you buy them from Nike, Sportsin, Superbalist, there's no way a guy on Instagram will have it for 1,000 rand or give you two for 2,000 rand. So that's the first indicator. Hmm. And then secondly, mm-hmm. you look at the logos. I think familiarize yourself with the Air Jordan logo, the Nike logo, the Adidas logo, so that you're able to see when something is off, when it's either not straight enough or there's a, a bit of a mistake on it. That's another indicator is knowing what the logo looks like so that you can spot a fake logo or a logo that is not correctly positioned on a shoe. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that you speak about the logos. You'd remember as well, just a, a bit of a diversion, um, when the Springboks were playing um, in the World Cup and when they won and you know, as they kept winning all the games, we started seeing more and more people on social media actually speaking about the Springbok jerseys that people were wearing, that they look fake. Yes. So that's exactly what happens in sneakers as well. So quantities that were manufactured for the jerseys were smaller than the the demand in the market. So when there were no more jerseys, it then created an opportunity for people to print their own fake jerseys and then sell them to people. So that's exactly how the sneakers work as well. Whenever there's no more supply in the market, people see opportunity and people guard and print fakes. Hmm. So then um, what then do we do? What are the next steps? Let's say I unintentionally purchase a knockoff, right? Or I unintentionally purchase a fake. What do I do next? So I think it's keeping a paper trail. So let's say you've made the mistake, you bought a fake. And then when you contact the store that you bought from, Uh, trying to get a refund or trying to tell them that they sold you something that is fake, it's important to keep a paper trail so you can escalate it. So keep the messages that you were sending to them, keep the proof of payment, try gather as much evidence as you can so that when you can dispute that with your financial provider that uh, manages your card, you at least have evidence where they can try get your funds back or they can block the company in question. But it's very difficult in South Africa because even opening a case, then that means that the value of the pair that you bought needs to be high enough to justify you proceeding with that case. But it's gathering as much evidence to try and pursue the, the seller that you bought from.
Mm. And I mean, there's places like Small Street, right, that are selling these um, these yeah. shoes. Those are also like knockoffs, right? Exactly. See, Small Street is just knockoff heaven. So if you're buying sneakers from Small Street, I can guarantee you 100,000% that you're buying a fake pair of sneakers. So as soon as you're seeing Jordans that are popular and famous and Yeezys going for a thousand rand, 1.5, 5, even less than that, then you know that's an automatic indicator that it's fake. Hmm. And then what are then the recommendations, you know, on the best places to then purchase the authentic kicks that one would like to get? Yeah, so there are some resellers available. So us as Step, we are one of them where people can shop on our website, rarestep.co.za or find us inside any Luxity stores around the country. And then there's a few other resale stores that you'll find in the malls. So I think first and foremost, those are the safest because in the shopping center, if there's a store that's selling these nice sneakers, then they've been vetted in some way, shape or form. So you know that they're paying rent, they're affiliated with the property, mm-hmm. with the mall. Then I think that is first and foremost, a safe space. And then secondly, on Instagram, that is a very difficult space that is flooded with the fakes where you'll have to consider pricing, consider doing your due diligence on the company in question, but also there, make sure the pricing makes sense on these Instagram resellers and then make sure they at least have a website because that at least shows that they're serious about their business and they're not, they, they're willing to take accountability and some form of address where you can go and voice your concerns or some place you can find them. I think that's a good point when shopping online via Instagram or the internet. But mm. essentially, to just stay extra, extra safe, just opt for people who have a reputation, who have a point of contact, who have a store preferably that you could uh, locate, even if it's just on the internet. But that's the safest you can be. Otherwise, it's very, very, very tricky. There's a lot of fakes out there in the market. It is very tricky, you know, but you've really highlighted for us what we can um, look out for. Thank you so much, Wandile, for your time this morning. Definitely. Likewise. Thank you, Tekko and the viewers. Have a lovely day. Wandile Sibisi, co-founder of Rare Step. And as you heard, if you'd like to get those resell uh, or reselling, um, as he puts them, um, the sneakers, you can go to rarestep.co.za and you'll be able to get um, those shoes. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm a through and through sneaker girl. I hardly wear sandals. My mom still thinks it's quite weird that even in summer, it can be a very hot day and you'll still find me in sneakers. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.